Are you financially prepared for the Eid al-Fitr celebrations? There are numerous expenses associated with the holiday, such as gifts, new clothes, family gatherings, zakat, and overseas travel. There's no doubt that it can be an expensive time of the year for many households in the UAE, particularly for those who have left it too late to set budgets and put away money in the lead up to the holiday. And that's why it's extremely important not to give in to temptation and rack up debt during Eid, particularly with the higher interest rates that credit cards attract these days. Basically, if you can't afford to pay off your credit card in full at the end of the month, then you shouldn't be using it as the debt will only multiply thanks to compounding interest. But how can you avoid debt during Eid al-Fatir? Welcome to Pocketful of Dirhams. I'm Felicity Glover, the personal finance editor at The National. Joining me today is Rashida Katoon Khan, a wealth and wellness expert and author of Millionaire Mindset, Six Steps to a Wealthy Life, who's here to give her top tips on how to avoid getting into debt during Eid. Before we begin, don't forget to subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your favorite podcasting app. Welcome to the show, Rashida. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So it can be tempting to go overboard during Eid al-Fatir celebrations and rack up debt. Is pre-planning key to avoiding this? Absolutely. Like, you know, it's like any other celebration. Last minute expenses can, you know, can become um, costly. And especially if you've not thought about, it's like uh, any other celebration, as I've said, you know, you kind of think of people you want to gift to last minute. So really, this preparation beforehand gives you the time to think, write your list down and think and plan out how your day is going to be, how your even our festival, it's over three days, you know, so over the three days, what are your plans? And knowing them beforehand can really help you then sort of budget for them or, you know, pre-plan whatever it is that you need to purchase as well to be ready for those days. Absolutely. So what are the most common expenses during Eid, for example? The biggest one I would say is it tends to be the time where um, people give most of their charity. So um, as as part of being a Muslim, you're prescribed to give 2.5% of your wealth worth in charity. And during the fasting period, is the most common time that people sort of pay their zakat, it's called. And, um, you know, so it could be quite a a significant amount for some, um, you know, the accumulation of that. So one of the things is is that really, and that can also be not necessarily be paid fully during this month, but a lot of people do like to do it during the Ramadan month and especially before the Eid, um, you know, because there's a lot of people that, that need that as well. And it's a month of blessing. That's a huge expense. The other one I would say is many people, because we get the sort of the Eid holiday off work, if you like, a lot of people spend that time traveling as well they'll take a family trip over the Eid holiday and that could be again quite costly especially if it's not booked um beforehand you know and last minute deals you know how airlines are last minute deals then you you're usually paying um a lot more especially over the holidays 
And then the other couple I would say is, you know, on the day, um, new clothes and gifts, often it's a common practice to give um, gifts during Eid and especially buy clothes, you know, to wear new clothes on that day and for the family. So again, if it's not pre-planned and you're kind of looking last minute to purchase those those things, they can be quite costly if you're buying for the whole family. Um you know, not only your own um, children and spouses, but perhaps, you know, it's quite common to um, buy for parents and siblings as well. Um, and, and then the other one is, again, on the actual day, um, the, the, the lunch or the dinner, it becomes, can become quite extravagant, you know. So, again, whoever's hosting, let's say, this year, you know, usually a, a big family celebration is 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 there over um, lunch or over dinner or, or let's say, brunch, and it takes the whole day. And that can be quite costly, whether it's doing that at home um, or arranging that in a, in a restaurant. I would say those are the main four expenses um, over Eid. Absolutely. So would you say for some people it might be better to use cash rather than high interest credit cards, for example, particularly if you don't have the means to pay it all off at the end of each month? The answer is always like for any occasion. If you don't have, you know, or you don't know how to pay that off, you know, over the next month or over the com coming months, then to use a credit card for any purchase is not a good idea. I mean, especially, you you know, many people are always looking for the best deal, you know, the best flights, the best um, deal on a restaurant or, you know, clothing and then they pay with their credit card but if you don't pay that off you're probably paying one and a half times more than the retail price so forget the sale price right so it doesn't make sense to be paying things on you know on a credit card I always say that the reason to use a credit card is so you can benefit from its points, you can benefit from its reward system and use it as a means of security. Maybe, you know, if you're certain purchases, you don't want coming directly out of your bank account. Other than that, you know, consider it as a as a debit card. And, and the other thing I would sort of say is, you know, watch out for the keeping up with the Joneses, you know. Eid isn't about um, being so extravagant or having, you know, what your neighbours are having or, you know, what's it doesn't need to be neighbours. Your neighbours are on social media, right, on TikTok and and Instagram and so on. So there's this tendency to try to keep up with all these new purchases for example. And really, Eid isn't about that. It's not for you to enjoy this blessed month, enjoy the family gathering, for then you to, you know, be in stress and anxiety because of trying to cover up finances because you've overspent. So, you know, be mindful of the amount you're spending and, and certainly, you know, make sure that you do have the cash for it. Otherwise, you're kind of giving to charity and then it's almost like the opposite effect of what the whole blessed month is about. Yeah, I totally agree with you on that. Um, mindful spending and not keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, you know, it's do what you can afford and, and relax and enjoy the time with your mm -hmm. family and friends. Absolutely.
So we were talking about pre-planning, you know, to prepare. Would part of that be, you know, setting a budget and listing expected expenses during the holiday? How should we go about that? It really is, you know, sitting down and kind of like doing that preparation. And and now, you know, it is kind of in, in less than a week's time. Um, so maybe you don't have much time to do that. But, you know, even now you can look and think, okay, are there any expenses that you still have before this eat and think about how maybe even you can cut back on those if you ask yourself and answer honestly what can you afford over the Eid holiday. Again, you know, the weather is great now, barbecue season. It's all about getting together with your family, getting together with your friends. And you don't need to spend uh, an awful lot of money to be able to enjoy that and do that. You know, a quite common practice now is everybody brings a dish and it's like a potluck dish. You know, everybody's then having the joy of contributing um, and you get together to have an international cuisine mainly and enjoy each other's company. So I, I would for now really look at for this Eid coming what's left for you to do. Again, another common practice is to give uh, money out to, it's usually the younger, sort of the kids in the family and have that ready, really. Make sure you've got the right notes ready. Again, you kind of like go and visit someone and then you pull out your wallet and you've only got larger notes maybe and you feel obliged that you're going to have to just give that. Whereas prepare, you know, ha- have your... 50 dirham notes, have your 20 dirham notes, your 100 dirham notes, whatever it is that you know, this is the, we call it Eidi, you know, what Eidi you want to give to people and, and make sure you have enough of those so you're you're ready. It's just keep away from the, the last minute things that you have and, and you're pretty a little bit last minute at the moment for this particular E. But if you look at now, the next E ahead, it's going to be in two and a half months' time. So, you know, you've got a little bit more time to pre-plan for that E. And again, you know, many people in, in the UAE especially spend one E at home and have the other E where they travel and go abroad. And if that's the case... Find it now, pay for it now, plan it out now, look at what you can afford. And I always say, make note of the month after so you're not, what expenses you have the month after. So when you come back, you know you've also budgeted for your expenses the following month. And then I would add to that even further, after the second Eid in two and a half months, plan for the next one that's going to come, the next Ramadan that will come. And I always say, you know, when you're doing your budgeting, have one allocation towards things like celebrations and gifts um, and include eat in there. So from now, you know, you could be putting away a small monthly amount towards these things. And, you know, and that helps not only just for the eat celebration, but all celebrations and, you know, personal celebrations like somebody's getting married, somebody's having a baby. So this is one of the most common things that trip people up, really, and cause it's one of the top reasons people have credit card debt is because the items they're purchasing, usually for other people, 
and they use the credit card to do so. So planning ahead is definitely the key. And I would say do it really for the next deed and then get in the practice of having it as a regular monthly contribution. So your following Ramadan is also taken care of and you can then spend the day, the month, the week, really enjoying um, the festive season. Very good advice. Rashida, I think. And I mean, you you mentioned, you know, about, you know, preparing financially, you know, even next Eid, which is um, only two and a half months away, and then also for, you know, future Eids. And that that's about setting up what we would call a sinking fund, right? Yes, exactly. For me, you know, it's called um, gifts and travel. So I keep it in one particular allocation and I have a separate account for it and it's for gifts and travel and I've kind of worked out over the year how we're going to travel and and so on and roughly just you know we can't kind of plan exactly how our lives are going to look like but certainly you know what our travel plans could be and budgeted for them over 12 months and included in that are the two Eids and included in that are some birthdays and things as well. And then a little buffer on top for marriages and births. Absolutely. I think that's really good advice, Rashida. Thank you so much uh, for all of your tips today. And I wish you Eid Mubarak. Thank you so much. And again, thank you for having me and um, Eid Mubarak to you all too. Thank you this week to wealth and wellness expert Rashida Katoon Khan. If you would like advice on your personal finance issues, you can write to me at pfatthenational.ae. And remember, PF stands for personal finance. Please do subscribe to Pocketful of Dirhams on your podcasting app to receive updates and also leave us a review so we know what you think. This episode was produced by Arthur Edison and Dua Farid, and I've been your host, Felicity Glover.